we heard Tiger introduce one of the great phrases into his mm. lexicon yesterday, the upshoot <laughs> spin cut. I'm going to put you on the spot and ask for your Mount Rushmore of Tiger. Oh, man. Okay, well, number one is... to the loop i'm alex myers and uh, i was gonna say as always i'm joined by steve hennessy and chris powers but steve hennessy is on a boondoggle of all boondoggles today i'm sure we'll get we'll talk to him about that next week uh quite a quite an itinerary for him i got chris powers here and we have our old buddy dan rapaport back with us from barstool sports now uh dan how you doing man been, been... I'm good. We were just talking off camera about the yeah. move. I've just, I feel like I'm just living in boxes, which is okay. Um, you know, I wanted to move out here. This is the price that you pay. So well, 32 say, days yeah. later. Yeah. 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 32 days after they picked up our stuff in New York, it was finally delivered to LA yesterday. Um, yeah. So for... it's over a month. Um, living out of, you know, living out of a suitcase, like a, like a warrior, just an absolute <laughs> battle for me. Total um, but it's 70 degrees outside. You guys look like you're in sweaters oh and stuff. God. I think I'm going to, I'm going to like sneak look, in nine holes this afternoon. You yeah. look happier already. I could just, Oh, it's, still. it's, it's like, it's really incredible. What, what I didn't, I don't think I realized just how much living in New York city was slowly killing me until uh-huh. I left New York city. I know you guys both live in the New York area, but I also think like part of it is just not being in the city. Yes. Like, I think if I moved to, to where you live, Chris, in Jersey or, or in Westchester, where you are, yeah. Myers, like, I think I'd be similarly happy. It's just like, 100%. 100%. it's having, we have a closet now where like all of, I just remember for, for the last six years, my clothes were just perpetually wrinkled because I had no space. Yeah. And so it's just like your golf shirts are like, you're trying to fit them in. You're jamming all the hangers yeah. to the side. Now it's like, I'm hanging fucking everything. Your t-shirt yeah. I wore you twice. You're getting a hanger now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, man. I do. I honestly do not know how people do it in New York city let alone when they're single, but like once you, you know, get married, you have kids, whatever, we have so much shit in our attic. It's like, to, I'm like, this wouldn't fit, you know, I don't know how people fit it anywhere. It's, it's wild in the city. So you must have so much more space, especially, uh, you know, the golf clothes, the, the yeah. gloves, everything. I mean, where do you even put it in the, in an apartment? It's just, like, no, it was, it was terrible. I, I had a golf closet that was literally just overflowing with clubs and clothes. And I would yeah. have to like, look hard to find stuff. I was, I would, ha- I would have to steam all my shirts every time before I wear them. Cause they were steam. all just like soup. Yeah. They were all just like super wrinkled. I also live now right off the sixth hole of the golf course that I'm a member at now. So I, I like when there's an hour out. when there's an, no, when there's an hour of daylight left, like I'll go over there, take a cart, play like 10 through 13 and come home. Whereas as you guys know, with Quaker before it was like a 90 minute drive each way. So I go from 90 minutes to the golf course to 90 seconds. That's unbelievable, man. Yeah. It's a good setup. I'm very, very happy. Like a full golf room now that you can just put on. Yeah. So I'm in, I'm in kind of this new, uh, sort of man cave studio type area. I've got, you can't see, but I've got two 60 inches, 55 inches right next to each other because my goal, my goal in life has always been to watch soccer and golf simultaneously (laughs) and not have to, and not have to like. And I've done it before, obviously, you know, you have the TV, you have the computer. It's just not the same as having two separate televisions in front of you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm working on making this. I I just ordered, I spent $225 on the Golf Digest, uh, Seamus, top hundred golf course, like scroll thing. Nice. Yeah. I've wanted those forever. And I texted Steve and it's actually a funny story. I texted Steve uh, and I was like, he said they were sold out. This was a couple months ago. And I said, whenever those are back in stock, let me know. I really want one. So he sends me a text with the link and he sends like, oh, here's this promo code that we're, you know, whatever. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I just see $25. Yeah. And I'm thinking that the promo code is, <laughs> oh, I'm getting this for $25. It was $25 off $250. <laughs> and I, re- I realized that when I was already in the cart. So I spent $225 on it. It's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to go right behind me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is going to, this is going to, you know, it's nice. I have like, you know, I have a, a, a permanent microphone stand now. I have like a proper, yeah, can- it's, it's just, it's just nice to have have roots somewhere and not feel like you're yeah. you're just moving constantly all the time yeah. so i'm very very pleased to be out here in california that's awesome man yeah. well now yes. now the problem is as someone with two tvs in the basement when do you get the third put it put it right on the bottom maybe a little bit bigger that's kind of the problem i'm running into right now i could use a third and a bigger one so justin thomas has five right we've seen his his man cave so the wall the problem is the wall's just not that tall yeah so, so the, the third TV would have to be pretty low where I couldn't maybe see over this big monitor that I have, 
So we'll see. I initially wanted to turn this into like a, a simulator area. I was but gonna the, ask the, you, yeah. The ceiling's not high enough. Oh, okay. the ceiling's not high enough. And also the golf course is literally 90 seconds away. Yeah. So it'd be like yeah. the peak of the peak of laziness. But right. yeah, this is definitely this is definitely the golf shed. That's amazing. That's all, yeah. I mean, it's it's freaking freezing here. It's amazing how many suckers there are that live in New York City. Like, yeah, we, like why don't you outside. just move to fucking like exactly. Florida or something? Exactly, else. exactly. And we're we're outside of it at least, but like to to actually live in it and like voluntarily do that is I don't I do. I get it if you I get number one I get it if you're single like it's it's a great yeah. place to be single to date. I you also just like you need fuck you money to live uh-huh. there comfortably. Right. Yeah. Like if if you had if you had you know. 50 million dollars at your disposal and you could get like a big penthouse and like a driver to drive you like that would be dope and like you could ride the boat to play bayonne every day that would be fantastic right um not none of us are on that level quite yet no no. we'll see we'll see how the traffic for 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 november does maybe we'll maybe we'll get the big bonus but uh yeah so but other than that i mean i don't understand why you guys as golf guys like I know. What are you doing? Like, are you just well, not going to play for four months? I don't know. No, I'm. I'm mm-hmm. not going to play for at least four months. Yeah, it's. I it's, did play Friday. You know. I played Friday. Did you play Friday? No, it wasn't that bad. The sun was out. No, I'm done. Snap, I the... When it's 45, the sun has to be out, and the second yes. it creeps in, it's, it's like freezing. now it's like 20. It feels like 20. So I put my clubs in the basement this weekend. Oh, I hate man. to say it. It's, it's... You've been traveling more, Chris. Yeah. 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 Sounds I've been like seeing you on the road too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Maybe. Breaking news. Maybe. Where are you going? Father's son. Oh, father's son. Yeah. But only for like a day or two. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, I've been traveling a little bit more. You and uh and Power Senior are in the father's son? <laughs> you did win the New Jersey one. Yeah, you guys year. you guys should are win you it. staying at the uh, I went to that Jersey. event. I went to that event twice when I was at Digest and I remember I was like the Charlie tracker for for a year. That's it was right. like because there was no TV, there was no TV coverage. So I was just tweeting it was, oh, it was electric. Right. Are you staying at the uh I don't even know if Orlando it's Ritz. Just like a, it was just. Like, I don't think he's at the Ritz. We, I, I was at the Ritz a couple of years. I, really? you know, don't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the. It's, know, just, I don't know if the, it's a the possibility, and I wow. said yes to it if it's only like two days. So right. we'll see. Yeah. You're in the you're in the camp where you're saying yes to any trip to warm weather at this point. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. Yeah, uh, Orlando right. sounds nice. Well, that's a good segue, I guess, into Tiger Woods. Of course, he's making his return this week at the Hero World Challenge. Dan, you've been to that event. A few times as well uh but more importantly i understand you had some time with tiger recently you and your boys at at four yeah. point what can you reveal at all i mean i saw your quote about he's walking and how good yeah and, yeah and you would be the guy you would be like the tiger walk expert because you're a tiger <laughs> expert uh so what you what can you reveal about that interaction that you guys had with with the goat yeah um you know, I, his he, there's a certain optimism uh, right now. I think in the Tiger Woods camp that there that there wasn't. I remember last year he was supposed to play in this event and he pulled out. It was like plantar fasciitis, uh-huh. and then a couple months later, he looked okay at Riviera. I think he shot 67 on Saturday. He showed some flashes, and then and then Augusta was hard to watch. I mean, it, he he couldn't walk. It was like. Uh-huh. It, you, you felt bad for him out there. It was like almost like Don Quixote. It's like, just, yeah. just fucking don't like, stop. Like you're not going to win the tournament. Um, I think that was the low point was, was the masters. And then the surgery afterwards, he's, he's got a certain, um, he's got a certain juice to him right now that I haven't seen in a little while. He looks great. He's obviously been pumping iron in the gym is his upper yeah. body is massive. Um, but I think what's what's most encouraging is is you know kind of the murmurs that we've heard and you know that he's really been ramping it up and practicing right. at a level that I don't think he has been since the accident. Okay. Um, he the word is he has a ton of speed, which we we saw that even at Riviera he was like you know up above 180 mile an hour ball speed. Uh, it got way slower at Augusta because he couldn't move, but. Mm-hmm. And then those videos on social media, you know, and, and what we saw last week is the walk looks much better. And that is I, my question is why the f- I don't know if I can say fuck on here, but why the f- fuck did he not get this surgery initially? Because it yeah. looks so yeah. much better. It looks Great so, question. so, so much better. And and that was the thing with last year. It was the same story every single start. It was all right. Game looks good. You know, he can he can hit wedges. He can hit iron shots. Come Friday afternoon, the limp is starting to get really bad. Right. And Saturday right. and Sunday, it was just it would deteriorate the whole time. And if you can't walk seventy-two holes without excruciating pain, you're just you're not going to beat John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler and 
So I'm I'm focused almost 100% on the walk because yeah, if if you know it's one thing to caddy for Charlie and do it when you're you know on a dead flat golf course in Florida, there's no pressure. It's different in competition, and this is not this is probably one of the easier walks out there because it's it's the Bahamas. It's going to be 85 degrees. Yeah. Um, the, the golf course is like dead flat. Um, 18 guys, mid morning tea times. Like he doesn't have to wake up early. It's not going to be cold. It's the perfect place for him to make a comeback. If his walk is as good on Sunday as it is on Thursday. He's gonna win again. Yeah. You know, if mm. if he can if he can walk, it's a huge if. And I'm still very skeptical that it will actually happen. But if he can walk and play enough, I think that's another crucial thing that he talked about today. You know, the quote that he said, I think, was like play once a month, and everyone was running with that. He played uh 17 times in 2018 before he won. Yeah. And in 2019, when he won the Masters, it was his sixth start of the year. So he was playing a lot. And it, it takes a lot to get into competitive sharpness, to get into playing shape. Right. And he knows that. And I think if his walk is better, not only would it allow him to play, you know, pain-free, but it'll allow him to play more and it will allow him to practice. And if he can play more and get into a rhythm and and not have the the ankle be just a giant question mark that deteriorates throughout the week. I think he's going to win again for sure. Like, I think if it's, again, it's the biggest if of all time, but if, if the ankles actually, Heal. he's actually turned a corner, yeah. which begs the question, why don't you do that in the first place? I think he'll win again because he's, he's just, he's still Tiger Woods. Like he, it, it's like Phil at, at Kiowa. These, these incredible legends of the game are able to just, they're just able to figure out a way to put the ball in the hole really quickly. Yeah. And if his body allows him to do that, I have no doubt that he'll contend and and he'll, you know, on one of his golf courses, it's going to be tough because he only plays the biggest events, but he's still Tiger Woods. That's the thing. He only plays the biggest events. Right. That's the only thing that scares me with him. Of course, I want him to win again. We all do. But right, like he, if he went in out and played in the John Deere Classic or something, you know, if he wanted to get that 83rd win, do you get the sense that he cares at all about that record? Because if he wanted to get that record, which by the way, he already does have. If, if you, <laughs> yeah, if, haven't you written like yes, dissertations he, about how, yes, he, how ridiculous me, the record is? I mean, spit on his grave. All respect to Sam Snead. He was an amazing player, but Tiger deserves the record already. And at some point they should change it. But do you think he cares about that at all? Or does he, I mean, he wants to still win. He wants to add to the major total. And that's why he wants to play in the biggest events and the best events. And those are the only events he's going to play in. I think he wants the record, but he's a stubborn, sorry, stubborn. He's a stubborn motherfucker. Third time. He's a stubborn motherfucker. And I think he wants the record. And he wants it badly, but he's not going to take what he sees to be any shortcuts. Gotcha. I cannot see him playing, you know, a false series event. Cause like, it's not just like, Oh, enter win. Like it's a numbers game. You got to put, you play a bunch of them. And right. So I, I don't expect him to play anything outside the majors. And then his events, maybe the players championship. I, I, right. I don't ever, he always says the players. I feel like he hasn't played it in like, he never forever. plays no, the players. There's it's always, always like, yeah. yeah, it's always like, Oh, maybe the players and players is like, Oh no, he's not playing the players. And then yeah. he's like, Oh, I'm really sad because it's, it's our event. And it's like, well, you're not playing. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, But no, I can't see him doing that. It, you know, He's 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 look at the cart situation, right? Like he would never ask for a cart. Never. It would that would that bring him a lot closer to winning for sure. Mm-hmm. If he asked, would the PJ Tour probably find some way to give him one? Probably, but he's just never going to do it because he's going to do it on his terms. And I think he thinks deep down that I don't know if he thinks about this consciously, but like a part of his legacy is that stubbornness, and part of his legacy is that hard headedness of like. Yeah, he 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 wins gazillion golf tournaments and then tears down his swing and everyone's like, "You're an idiot." He's like, "Well, I think I can get better." He he do, he has this this um, like commitment yeah. to to doing things his way, and I think that's part of his legacy. Most of the press conference today, unfortunately, was hijacked by Piff, Liv, all the merger talks. Do you have any takeaways from what he said? I know you like to read into things a little bit, and you usually have a, a solid read on the situation there. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that they're they're clearly they want to make a deal with the PIF. I think that's that's clear. I think that was the the message to players. I think a, a couple of weeks ago they sent some MOP and like, yes, there's been outside uh, interest and investment, but our, our goal is still to make a concrete deal. I think he sort of hinted at you know 
team golf is not going away in the upper echelons of, of the professional game. And this has been something that has been uh, emphasized by Alan Shipnuck in his book, which I, which I finished recently was like, live golf is Yasser's baby. And he believes in team golf. He genuinely believes in it. And if he is putting up the money right. for this new entity, there's going to be team golf. And right. that was in the framework agreement. There was a, a line in there that was like, we will make a, um, you know, an honest effort or whatever it is yes, to incorporate yes. team golf. So I, I could totally see, uh, and I've said this before, but I could totally see a, a future in which live golf and, and it probably won't go by the live branding just because that has become so toxic. But if there is a team series presented by the, the you know, the PIF team series or whatever it is, and it's very clear that this is like what the Saudis are doing and Yasser is, you know, chairman of the two, whatever it might be, where the best players qualify for this team series and they get a lot of money for doing so. And I don't know if it would be team, I don't know what it would look like, but the problem with live right now is that they're pushing team golf so hard, but then the actual team competition is like a sideshow because there's still an individual tournament going on. It's like team golf, but it's half team golf. And I think team golf is at its best, like in the Ryder cup where it's like, you got two guys from one team wearing the same uniform against two guys from another team wearing the same uniform. Like that's what we're used to seeing in team golf. And right now it's like, it's a stroke play competition. Only the top three scores count and everyone's playing on a different hole. And it's just kind of a mess. If they made it like a team, there were team only weeks. Maybe there are four of them throughout the year. Maybe there are eight of them throughout the year. And the top, whatever players in the FedEx Cup qualify for this team league. And then they play these team matches. And there are certain weeks that are only team. And it's all about the team, the team, the team. There's no simultaneous individual competition going on. That seems to me to be like a natural progression on how this might go. Yeah. But all of this is speculation. I, I don't, you know, I don't have any like real insight, but it seems to me that team golf is going to be around in some capacity and more so than just the TGL, which I, I think there's a real chance that TGL just like might never happen. Never right, well, my, th uh, my theory, yeah, my working yeah. theory is Tiger said, actually, I feel okay to play real golf now. And they pop the, the arena. I mean, it's, it's definitely possible because it, it seems like, yeah, I just don't know if, you know, it made sense when, when all the guys were leaving and it was like, okay, here's a way to keep everybody around. And it was one yeah. of those things where, oh, they're going to have this, they're going to have that. It just felt like, and I, I sent a couple of texts, even before the the news of the arena, you know, the, the bubble being popped literally happened. I was like, yeah. I just can't, I just can't see this thing starting in two months. It just felt exactly. like it was not we real. No and idea. yeah, I agree. We had no idea what was going on with the details or anything else. And then they're like, Oh yeah, this is going to be prime time the day after the national championship game. You're like, that didn't like a couple months. I mean, there's just yeah, there's not it's not even filmed yet. We didn't even know yeah. the teams. I mean, we made fun of Live when it was like unorganized and they couldn't get the schedule yeah. out, whatever. I mean, this was kind of the same thing. I love it though. We need at least one conspiracy theory from CP every every week, and yeah. that that's a good one. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Like, is I mean, that is Tiger and Rory's thing, um, along with um. I'm blanking the name, Macaulay, uh, McCarley, Mike McCarley. Do you get the sense that he's bummed out about TGL having to be delayed or is he just too focused now on, on like CP said, like real golf? Yeah, I think he's focused on real golf yeah. and I think he's focused on the future of the PGA tour. I think that is yeah, okay. with Rory gone. He is like the, the voice of the players. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it was, uh, he sort of let Jay have it a little bit like in, in as much as he was going to during this press conference, he was like, I was very surprised at the way it went down. Mm. You know, we've made it clear to Jay that that's not going to happen again where the players aren't mm. involved. So I think, I think he's sort of acting as like commissioner in the shadows. Yeah. Um, and I think he's really, really focused on, on his own game. I, I this guy, guy's got a lot on his plate. Um, and it just seems like, you know, the simulator league, it's like, what, what is it really going to like, you know, he's already got all the money in the world. His legacy is, is, is like right. being the best golfer of all time. I just don't, it just seems like kind of a random thing. I don't know. It's, it's hard to put into words. I, you know, it, it could be cool. I definitely think it could be cool. I, I would love it. I'm going to watch it. Obviously. <laughs> I just don't understand why he would put all of his energy into it. Uh, is it like, I mean, maybe it's like a massive money making opportunity. I don't know, but it just seems I don't there's just seems like something's like a little bit off with it. Yeah, they must think it is some maybe past potential for money making because 
the purse itself is nothing crazy. Like it's not like the but but Tiger as an owner. What is it? It was it was like uh, two point something million for the team that wins. It's like that's it. Yeah, it's nothing crazy. They came out and said what it was. It wasn't and and yeah, okay. So you only have to play maybe in four or five events that are only a couple hours long, but still you have to go to yeah and and be there for a few hours a few different weeks they did have that where you could sit they have an extra player so like they're going to rotate you wouldn't have to go to all the matches but the the end breakdown was nothing crazy like it, it wasn't yeah like, oh this was the answer to live we're gonna well, i'm sure they're getting money person. for just i'm sure they're getting money for participating in the league like i'm sure they're all paid they to be, be in the league That's so true. for sure they are yeah, for sure yeah. they are um i know that they are um it's like but yeah i mean I mean, with Rom, when he pulled out, it was like, he lives in Arizona. It's like, what you want to f- be in Florida on Monday yeah. nights and then have to go wherever you go after? There's, and then, and then the teams all have are attached to cities, but they don't have play to, in those cities. And the guys, so it, it, it's just so bizarre. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, I'm very interested to see how it plays out because it's, it does, it doesn't really compute in my head. And that's where I will give live. And you were saying too. I mean, th- th- there will be team golf going forward, especially if y- Yasser is involved. I will give Liv some credit. And when you hear these John Rahm rumors and you almost, it almost kind of makes sense. Like the Spanish team or this, there actually are teams that kind of make sense. Whereas the TGL teams don't make any sense and they have no connection to the city whatsoever that they represent. Um, you, you, but like you said, it's gotta be all team and the teams to me, the teams actually have to make sense. Like obviously in the Ryder cup, it's the U S versus Europe. I mean, that yeah. makes sense to everyone, but they got to, yeah, maybe they need another year to even retool or whatever, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm thinking about the Atlanta team. Yeah. Are you, are you familiar? I think Drive. it's Justin Thomas. Yeah, Atlanta Drive. I assume it's Lucas Glover. It's, it's, it's Justin Thomas, Lucas Glover, Billy yeah. Horschel, and I can't remember the fourth one. Do you guys remember who it is? No. I want to look this up, but it's like. You know, and, and, and the guys, the, the players themselves are talking about the TGL. Like it's a fun thing that they're trying to do, and I and yeah. I that's how they should be talking about it. Yeah, you know they're not pretending that it's like some big thing, but the teams themselves, you know, they're, they're owned by billionaires. They've all hired like social media right. yeah. people, <laughs> and so it's like you've got them making statuses like we are Atlanta, we are driven, <laughs> we are. Pa-. It's like, yeah, what are we what are we talking about it's, here? Yeah, it's it's city. it's like it just uh-huh. all seems, and I said this on our pod. I I just like wonder if golf is just is just trying a little too hard right too now. Hard. It's like oh, they had all this all this influx of cash from the Saudis. And now everyone's like, oh my God, there's all this untapped opportunity. We got to innovate. We got to do this. And I just don't know that I'm skeptical that there's this massive audience out there right. that, that they're going to tap into. Like the ratings were up for the designated events or whatever they call them, the signature right. events. But like they weren't like more than 2X like the purses are. Right. It no, just the no, whole exactly. thing feels unsustainable and there's all this money pouring in, but maybe it is sustainable because billionaires love golf. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, that and so they're going to continue. Great. Yeah. They're going to continue. I mean, look at the list of the, of the, of the owners of the TGL. It's like big time billionaire people. How much of that is because they think it's going to make money. How much of that is because they want to play golf and talk to Rory McIlroy and Tiger right. Woods and feel like they're involved in the golf world. Well, and it's a chance to own a franchise exactly. well, where as it's, you know, hard to get into that business and other. Lists, right. But. Yeah. Well, that that's what too. I remember Bill Simmons had a great take on this once a long time ago about like, when you own an NBA team, you should treat it like it's a piece of art. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you know, you're buying a piece of art. You're excited to be an owner of it, but you're not necessarily trying to make the money off it. It's just, you can talk about it. You can share it with people. It's a toy. It's a exactly. toy. It's the exactly. shiniest, pos- it's the shiniest, most expensive toy exactly. that you can buy. And there, there's only, you know, the NFL teams never go up for sale. Exactly. Uh, you know, the same thing with the NBA. It's like one of these comes around maybe two or three a year. And it's it's the the absolute pinnacle of rich people's society is owning a sports franchise. Oh, so if these yeah. guys can do it and they, you know, can shell out $100 million, which, you know, to them is nothing, then they're going to do it. So maybe it is sustainable. I don't know. I just, I just don't, I just don't think, I can't see where this is all going. And I think there's going to be a little bit of a bubble burst at some point. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you're right. Like, like Steve Cohen buys the Mets. If Steve Cohen really is just a big Mets fan, he won't care about losing money. He'll keep putting it in. But then you have another owner who 
is all about dollars and cents and it's going to be cheap and that team's going to suck. So yeah. yeah. You never can, you never know exactly what you're going to get with those. Owners. Yeah. There definitely are owners who are in it to make money. That's definitely still a hundred percent, a hundred percent. We speaking of teams, I got to ask you, I know we've talked about it, but to, to people who didn't watch the Ryder cup, I really did enjoy it. You ended up being one of the heroes, Dan, congratulations. <laughs> we, all know, we all know you're a great player, but to do it under the pressure of, uh, of Dave Portnoy chirping at you all day. Uh, what was that experience like? Uh, that, that looked like a lot of fun. It was, it was certainly a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it was great. It was my, uh, it was kind of my first like real immersion into the barstool world. And I, I just like was looking around the whole time being like, how, how is this real? How, how is there like a group of people that are all here right now? How, how have we like set up shop at this like very beautiful golf course in this very beautiful area? And we've got yep. all these cameramen here and the guy I'm playing against legitimately can't get the ball off the ground. Yeah, exactly. It was it was just like, it was Such just a like a very, yeah. it was just a, it was a bizarre, but it was super fun. And yeah, like, you know, D Dave is, is definitely like a, like an overwhelming dominant presence. And I think everyone um, is, is very, uh, very walking on eggshells when they're around him, which makes a lot of sense because he'll rip you to shreds. So I was, I, I, was I, needed, holding, I needed, yeah, I was holding my breath for you yesterday. He did like, uh, he was running through all the names of people who weren't, who didn't promote the the black Friday sale. And I was like, Oh my God, I hope Dan did it. And he, you did yeah. named. So. Uh, yeah. Who, who didn't do it? Who didn't do it? He didn't crush anybody. He yeah. crushed a couple of people. They don't know. Yeah, it's like you just you, there are certain things that you have to do, and then yeah. you know if, if that's one of them. But yeah, I mean, he let me off the hook though because he you know he was in my ear the whole day, the whole day in my ear. You're not a scratch yeah. golfer. You stink. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Scratch the miss it. And then for whatever reason on that shot, he was standing behind the green, and I green. had a little bit of peace yeah. and quiet. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna pull this off. And yeah, I think I think all things considered, like the moment and the cameras, it's definitely the best shot I've ever hit. So it was yeah. it was a, a hell of a moment. And we wanted to do it. We wanted to do it again um, for the President's Cup, El Presidente Cup. But <laughs> he was like, he was like, he was like, absolutely not. Like no way. Really, really? I think so. I, I don't think we're doing it next year, maybe. But I think we're doing it. I think we're gonna do it. Just keep it Ryder Cup years. But okay. I thought El Presidente Cup was it was. But it was yeah, a, it was a genius. it was a crazy like the logistics behind it were yeah. like insane to get everyone into the same place and like. I bet. Yeah. It's, it's just it's just a big undertaking and a big ordeal. I bet. Yeah. Well, it was awesome. Uh, Mid Pines is that's one of my favorite courses. I love Mid Pines it. is great. You must yeah. tear that place up because it's pretty short. Yeah, I, I like it. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah, sure. play yeah. to your game. <laughs> I mean, those back-to-back -back par fives are both like reachable for yeah, me, well, even. Actually, yeah. the second one's not really reachable for me, but it's still short. It's still is that on the back nine? No, that's act that's the front. It's I think it's five and six. Five is very reachable par five. You hit it over the down the hill. Yeah, I remember that the hole. Left. It's like you could have even I could have yeah. a club in there, not short, but like an iron. I never played the back yeah. nine because all of our matches were on the, the front, front nine. So yeah. I played the front like six times and I've never <laughs> seen the back. The back nine is spectacular. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's really good. Course. Um, we wanted to talk about speaking of hitting the ball far. The other thing we want to talk about with you, uh, before we go for mm -hmm. sure is the rollback potential here and now how it could spread to everyone, including lowly weekend or semi-week hacks like me and Chris here. Um, what are your thoughts on that now? Because it seems like, you know, the tour kind of came out and was like, we're not going to go along with this if they do this modified local rule. And now the European or the RNA is hinting that they might just say, well, then everybody's going to have to abide by these, by these new rules. And we're going to roll the ball back. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I think you got to go one way or the other. I think everyone has to be rolled back or, or, no, or no one's rolled back. Um, I just think like logistically speaking, and this is, I'm sure what the, what the manufacturers yeah. have told the governing bodies is like, we're going to have to spend all this money to develop these new balls. And then if we can't sell them to the consumer, like that doesn't, that doesn't work for the golf business. And so a lot of the pros said initially, they're like, Oh, a big part of this is, is, you know, we don't want to bifurcate the rules that the amateurs should be able to play the same ball on the same rules as the pros. This would solve that problem. Now, was that actually what, why they were opposed to it? No, I don't think no, so. I think they no. just, they just don't want to have to get used to new balls and, you know, right. hit it less far. But when you, when you publicly say that, and it's all about, Oh, the game being under one set of rules, then you open yourself up to someone being like, okay, I call that bluff. Here's all one set of rules. Right. I actually, I think it's, I greatly prefer everyone being rolled back to, just the pros being rolled back. Cause I think like okay. at that point, I just think everyone will get used to it. It's like, 
you know, certain things be, become illegal. I, I don't think that separating the, the rules is a good idea. And I also just think like from a from a business perspective, it makes no sense for the Titleists, the TaylorMades, uh, the Callaways of the world to have to spend all this money to develop these, you know, golf balls for the pros that they then can't sell to market. So it, it, it would make sense. Someone who can hit it like 330. Right. So. Yeah, and, but like we'll just and, move up tees. And you're sponsored by TaylorMade. So like, we, yeah. You're just no, like I, these pros. Dirty Dan. Dirty Dan. Right here. Yeah, I got the TaylorMade bag right here. Oh, I, I mean, look, no, I no, think, no. I think everyone, fair, no, you're yeah. fair because I, you're I, saying I, all or nothing. You're not saying one way yeah. or the other. I, I'm actually, I've been more, much more swayed into just, let's not do anything. By Lou Stagner. By Lou Stagner of all people. Who just, yeah. Well, that was my initial thing. Totally. I don't think that there's, you know, I don't think that there's anything necessarily wrong with golf right now. Exactly. I will say, I will say though, when I watch these, these college kids hit the ball, it's, it's not like, oh, we need to, it's just like the golf courses just aren't big enough. That's, that's really what it comes down to there. I mean, these, these college kids, they, they all, they all fly at 325, 330. It's like, you're going to see as, as these new kids come up, um, yeah. Like even they're already like uh you know 180 ball speed used to be like that was like sick that was that was know. when Cam Champ came along with 180 it was like crazy yeah and right now they and now Hoygaard Hoygaard who won a couple weeks ago in Europe is like 192 193 Aberg or Obel sorry pretty good pronunciation Obel is uh is like mid 180s cruising it's just cruising. we're just gonna see it, it, it it's it felt like it plateaued for a little bit, the distance. And then now I, I do feel like it's increasing again because of just these kids are coming up who grew up with it. And they grew up being taught, hit the ball far and then worry about everything else after. Exactly. You know, if you used to ask, if you used to ask a, 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 a you know, a young pro in the 90s, you know, how do you draw it? They would say, oh, well, you know, I aim a little bit right. I swing right. Now it's like, oh, I get my face to path at this angle and I get the spin <laughs> rates like this. They just, they, they know they're smarter. They, yeah. they know how to, they've broken down the golf swing to make it like a math problem and so they've optimized the answer so i i doing it for everybody doesn't doesn't really bother me as much as doing it just for the pros because you see the well that's what I, that's what lou's point is is that the the equipment itself in the last 20 years about has been kind of capped but now everybody swings faster and to your point dan all these younger guys who we haven't even really seen yet, or we're just starting to the Gordon Gordon Sargent. I mean, holy shit. Um, with their coming, it's gonna be like, okay, well, now everyone's gonna hit it that far. I guess I could kind of see that. Gordon Sargent is like significantly longer than Rory McElroy. Right, yeah, off the charts. So it's like it's it's increasing again. And and you know, it the the, the numbers and Lou Stagner, I think, you know, shows that like it's still about what what differentiates the best players still seems to be like iron play between 150 and 225 yards, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I, I don't know if the, the numbers bear this out, but it's just like the eye test is important, you know. It it, it it's it's not everything, but it, it, it matters to some degree. And 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 you know, the way the game is being played matters. And so if if Gordon Sargent can hit driver on 13 at Augusta and have pitching wedge in. You might have to do something. Okay. Wow. You're a little more traditional. <laughs> I did not. I was not expecting Gordon that. Sargent is like off the charts though, but you're right, Dan. If there's, I'm not, there are all these young kids now. That's how they learn the game. There are going to be a lot more Gordon Sargent. He's not going to yeah. be like an outlier. There are going to He's be... not even like, he's not even like big or strong. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. No, actually, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm sure he's could kick my ass. No, 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 what I'm saying is he's like... not built like a linebacker. Right. He's like, he looks like, you know, what, Webb Simpson might have looked like coming out of college, whatever, right. but he hits it a hundred yards further. Right. It, it, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's truly crazy. Um, um, I have a subject change yeah. real quick. We heard Tiger introduce one of the great phrases into his mm. lexicon yesterday, the upshoot <laughs> spin cut. I'm going to put you on the spot and ask for your Mount Rushmore yeah. of Tiger. Oh man. Okay. Well, number one is glutes activating. Cause yes, that's just, yes. 
Never heard. I mean, oh, it's just my glutes. They just wouldn't activate. Um, I would Which, say, by the way, does make sense. I do have to give, but like at the time, it was the most. But dude, he was like, they remember it, it was like an old school scrum where they yes, like yeah. surrounded him in the yes. parking lot when yep. he was like on his way out. And he's just like said with, he was dripping in sweat. Ripping. And he said it with a dead straight face. He's like, oh, my glutes wouldn't activate. That yeah. was the problem. It was just my glutes. Um, kinetic chain. Oh, we don't hear that one. We don't hear that one as much. That was more of a, of a back fusion, but yeah. talking about the kinetic chain was, um, was a big one. He, he loves to talk about the forces and the kinetic chain. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say like slap slappy cut probably slappy is up cut. there. This is yeah. just a slapper. Um, <laughs> what do you say to that? What do you say? Push out. What do you, say? Push, no, you, you push out. The, he's like, you dumped it under, which leads to that push out. Upshoot, spin up, cut. Upshoot, spin cut. Um, and then he also was talking about his legs and his surgeries. The hardware is the best. The hardware. <laughs> the hardware. Is Hardware's pretty good. Uh, I would say my last one is probably zeroed because oh, yeah, it, is a, it, is a, yeah. it is a nod to the best clip of 2023 of yeah. not taking divots. <laughs> so I'm going zeroed, slappy cut, kinetic chain, and... Glutes activating. That's really that's good. good. That's a good that's a great What I miss? Are there any ones that pop to mind? I always loved, I mean, Wipey Fade was Wipey so Fade. good because he feels. Just, feels is a classic. Peeler. Feels. Peeler. Peeler. That video. Yeah. I just loved Wipey Fade because he was taking a shot at Haney. Meanwhile, he was winning like 60% of the tournaments. He was playing. <laughs> and he was like, I was hitting that wipey cut. It's like, yeah. be well for you, dude. You did uh, okay. He did used to hit that like big banana slice. Yeah, I remember, like, I remember yeah. I, well, I remember like, I think it's six at Tory Pond. And this was like the early days of Top Tracer. Yeah. But I remember, I think it's the par five on the front at Tory. I don't remember. There's a big tree. And I just remember him hitting this like absolute banana slice <laughs> around the tree. This is a yeah. very vivid memory that I have. Trage, uh, obviously, Trage. is a classic. Trage. Uh, Trage is a and, good and one. you mentioned doing a dictionary. We did that a long time ago. It's it's way overdue to be updated, but it was like the Tiger glossary or whatever. He he really does. He's a, he's the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, he's... Dude, he says every time you get him in front of a microphone, he says something where you're like... <laughs> yeah, like, what? You're like, what? You're like, I don't think I've ever heard anyone else say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he told the one kid in that video, you got to have a one degree. 1,000 contacts. With the ball. 1, what the contacts. fuck does that That's mean? Like, yeah. Contacts. Not, 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 he's like, it doesn't mean 1,000 you know, balls at the range. Oh, my God. He just, he, I guess that just means like you need you need to you need to hit the ball 100,000 times. Yeah, ball the club. With ball the ball the club. club. Can, he's like, it could be a putt, a chip, just a contact. Sensation. I mean, brings the sensation. The sensation. sensation. I thought he was going to say. Feels with the Z. He did feels and sensation. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it it's he really is amazing. So he is in mid-season form at least with with the term. How about your boy Willie Z is back this week? Myers. Huge, huge. Back, I mean, back. one of the great, two of the great ball strikers of our time are returning this week. Uh, in great, Tiger. great fly under the radar move from Zalatoris this week. Yeah, genius. Yeah, yeah. He's no one, not a single person that's really talking and, about him, but except I mean, for us. It's kind of nice to get into this, you know world uh world ranking points grab yeah geez. and um dude i saw that he only grab. dropped he only dropped to number 33 the world rankings are a joke <laughs> well there's no one in him anymore that's the that's what i'm saying yeah, like it, he it's... like he, he didn't play for eight months and he's like number 33 and so he's he still ranked like... the, he's still ranked ahead of min woo lee then I yeah he's still min ranked Lee's only number 38 yeah, well, Data Golf has them at eighteen, so you know, yeah, start to get your start to go. get your facts right. Yeah, they go. should start paying me for as much as I push them. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, Min was Min was awesome. That was fun to watch. He's another guy though who's like one one eighty eight. Oh, yeah, crush bruiser. He hits his two Speed iron like two seventy five. Yeah. Speed oh, to turn and burn. I guess turn and burn turn is not really a tiger thing. That no, was no, kind no. of a speed thing. Yeah, that, that's true. That's true. Yeah. No, I was just thinking club pro guy speed to burn. He's got speed to burn. Oh, uh, yeah, didn't he? Didn't he say he like he was like if you want to have a two way miss, here's your swing. Yeah. Did you see that <laughs> with me? Yeah. For the rest of your life, you want to have a two way. You guys know who it is? No. Uh, Joel has Joel, talked to yeah. him a couple times. Conversed with him. Yeah, he's the man behind the uh, the curtain there. So did he speak. have did he have the voice distorter on when he spoke no, to him, or yeah, did he like speak? He spoke to the deal. actual yeah, person. Yeah. 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 Impressive. Um, that's some re- that's some real journalism right there. Yeah. <laughs> gun gun to your head. Where is John Rom playing? Ooh. PJ Tour. PJ. Okay. 
Yeah. I mean, from what I've spoken to some people and, you know, this is this is this is what happens with Liv. That last year it was Patrick Cantlay and Xander Shoffley yeah, that were right. that were done. It was a, it was a done deal. Mm-hmm. The problem is these people who aren't you know they report these things for quote unquote reports. Someone tells them who knows who it is. Yeah, they they report it. It's not true, and then nothing happens, and then they do it again, and yeah, you know right. people believe it. it I, from what I gather, these rumors aren't any more substantive than the ones in the past. I will say. If they're offering him six hundred million dollars right now, given like the pro- everyone's probably going to come together at some point. Yeah, the why wouldn't you take talk, it? It's like you have to take it. Yeah, why wouldn't you take it? If, uh, if they offer you yeah. six hundred million dollars yeah. right now, you like I think JJ Watt tweeted this. It's not true the number, but he I think he said if this were true, I would have driven to John's house and yeah. physically made sure that he signed <laughs> exactly. the contract. Exactly, because that would be double what they offered anybody. Where yeah. would that money be coming from? Like. If they, if I saw six hundred million, I'd say I don't care. Yeah, sign the deal. Mm-hmm. Right. No, and and it's not it's not the same look as it was a couple years ago. And now, like you said, you might end up being under the same umbrella anyway. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just take the money while you? He can't? also won the Masters this year, so he's good for five years. He's, yeah. right, and he's, he's totally so good. and he's so fucking good that like yeah, that, guy Dean, that guy Dean right that guy Dean Burmester. Yeah. Uh one couple weeks ago to qualify for the for the open championship. Yeah, Gilbert, Gilbert like, Rom can do like would do that yeah. in a heart. Rom yeah. also will finish top five in half the majors. You know, like he he's right. not yeah. there's no concern about John Rom not being eligible right. to play in a golf tournament. So if they're off, but I I it, it just seems odd because his stock has never been higher. He's you know the rainy masters champion. Everyone loves him. And I think part of that is because he's been like kind of Switzerland. Yeah. Um, with the whole deal, he hasn't, you know, been like Rory or out there, you know, calling right. people names or whatever it is. He's he's not a he's not that much of a money motivated person, from what I gather. Easy to say when you have like a hundred million, whatever it is, in the bank. Um, and he said in the past that like he's all about winning trophies. He's a golf history nut. Uh, yeah. He doesn't like the format, so it, it doesn't really make sense. But again, I'll caveat all that with it, if it's six hundred million dollars, it doesn't it doesn't really have to make sense, yeah. right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, if if he goes, Rory should just never speak into a mic. Yeah, what happens if he goes? Oh god, that would be like oh for twenty for Rory on on these predictions. Oh. Dead in the what water. He, what, oh he's yeah, dead in the water. Me with golf tournament picks. I mean, when did he say Rom's not going? Was that this week? Like two a couple weeks ago when he backed out of <clears throat> TGL. He's, yeah, he said that the TGL back out didn't mean anything bigger. The quote was yeah. like, "I'd be, I'd be very surprised." Or I've talked to. He said, "I've talked to him like recently. I would be very surprised, or something like that." He's I, like that's, I, He's I, I talked to. I talked to three guys on the Ryder Cup team this year, okay. the European Ryder Cup team this year, and they all said the same thing. I'd be shocked. So, shocked. okay, you, you probably can guess who one of those people is, but I don't. Yes. You know, it's, uh, it's from the people who. And I spoke to some some DP World Tour people who said there was really didn't see anything in it. And then I, someone who had spoken to the Spanish media from Spain who were like pretty close and like know him, and they said that there's nothing to it. So I, it could happen. I don't know, but remember last year it was Cantley and Shoffley were gone, gone, gone. So well, now they did just pull out of Hero and well, who knows? I mean, yeah. There are there's always gonna be rumors about Xander and Kale now. Yeah, I mean forever. that's how they that's how they want it, I think. Yeah. Like I think it's a I think it's a strategic choice for, for these guys to not be like pro because then you just you preserve your leverage. Yeah. Um True. we'll see. We will see. Anything I think I think Kale pulled out because Joey just didn't want to have to see Tiger, you know. Really? Oh <laughs> possibly. <laughs> well, we just heard from uh Kevin Harrigan, who we work with that uh Joe LaCaba was at T Square. I was gonna say Tiger's uh uh new place in the city on Sunday. No, I think they're still I think they're still boys for sure. They're still yeah, boys. Yeah, they're, right. they're still yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, Joe lives up there. He lives in Connecticut, so it makes sense. Right. So he was he was there living it up at Tiger's Tiger's spot. <laughs> uh did did you get a big uh what's up D from Tiger? No, no. no. Oh I was kind of I was kind of standing in the uh in the background because I wasn't in the video uh, for, you know, I just didn't, it just yeah. didn't, you know, it yeah. was, there was a big moment for them. You know, yes. they, they were all freaking out and like, yeah. it just would have been different if I was involved. Um, and the amount of people like around that guy is just like, so yeah. I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to like, Hey tiger. And like hope that he remembered. Remember, I just yeah. kind of sat there. In the I back. mean, we know he, he remembers, he, but I will say like he, the amount of people that that guy has met and the amount of people who right. want to come up to him and be like, Hey, like, you know, yeah. 
he he definitely has a gear where like he'll see people around him and he just doesn't he doesn't even see them he just yeah. he just is like <laughs> yeah. to himself and just walks right through it so right. i was afraid that was going to happen it was going to be awkward yeah no that would never happen that would never happen all right anything else for this guy before we let him go damn I mean, we appreciate we it man. Day, yeah. yeah we can go all day with you, I, you you guys you guys uh, yeah. i'll always have time for it yeah, i well, couldn't get it on your podcast when i was at golf digest but i can get on it when i left <laughs> well, well yeah we'll have to do it more especially now with you on the west coast man man good for i'm you. around i got my studio yeah. so you guys just call me when you need me okay sounds good for sure good luck getting set up out there yeah all the best I appreciate it coming yep. along already yeah it awesome. feels good man it awesome. feels good nice I mean, to talk good to you to talk. Guys. oh what, what what's tiger gonna do this week what's your prediction yeah I think he finishes, what is it, 20 guys in the field? I think he finishes like 15th or 16th. Okay. But it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter what he finishes. It's more just like, how's his walk look on Sunday? That's all that matters. Just because, a, you know, one decent round, a couple yeah. birdies. Like one decent round and not look like his legs about to fall off yeah, on Saturday exactly. afternoon. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, sir. See you, man. See you, boys. All right. It was a lot of fun chopping it up with uh, with Dan there. We do miss Steve, of course, but we have gotten his NFL picks, so we're going to do that next. I'll let uh, CP take over here. Yeah, I actually haven't even looked at his, but I will now. He isn't first. If we do a recap of last week, I real think I was two quick, you were two and one. I got Steve my, was my big favorites right. But... Steve was two and one. Um, was I just can't make him any ground? I know, and you lost another no fire to him. Wait, so. what? What was it? See, he was on the Titans. You were on the ah, Panthers. God, I owe this guy like. Yeah, you owe him two. Two crossfires. Oh, devastating. I owe Steve one still. All one, right, while well, you look that up. One crossfire. Oh, okay. I got to get. Oh, you got, you're good. Okay, I'm going to get the, the lines up here too. So, yeah, Steve was on Titans, Steelers. Steelers did it again, man. Cleveland was his loser. He's 23, 12, and one. Good Very boy. Good. I took the Commanders on Thursday, all time. Oh, uh, Jags was a nice hit, but then I was also on the Saints. I'm down to 19 and 17. Uh, unfortunately, Myers, I believe we are. You're now two and one. 19, 16, 16 and, and one. one. Something yeah, slightly heavy. Yeah. Still, all very respectable. Very respectable. Above 500. So it looks like Steve is going Colts, Dolphins, Chargers. We'll get the lines up here yeah, in a second. I got it. So, he, so Steve has Colts. They are minus one at Tennessee. Interesting. Mm. Okay. He has, who'd you say? Dolphins. Dolphins. They are minus 9.5 at Washington, who is just reeling right reeling. now. Um, and then they were a trendy pick at the beginning of the season, too. They were. And then he has Chargers, who are just abysmal. Minus yeah. six at the Patriots, who are even more abysmal. Just an absolute embarrassment to lose to the Giants. I saw some video, and it was like, Giants fans react, cheer as the as the field goal misses. I'm like, those aren't Giants fans if they were, <laughs> act, if they were cheering that miss. Because oh, that man. was brutal. I did see it. It looked like a Patriots fan up in the yes, upper deck. Yes, you pointed that out. Celebrating. That's a good fan. Uh, because it was, it, you know, that's, I mean, the, the Panthers are going to get the first pick. They're a total joke. But they don't have it. So they don't have it. Chicago. So, oh, so Chicago's getting the first pick. Yeah. Okay. Which is huge. And that's going to be the but big now it's gonna, yeah, Justin pa- Fields it'll question. Patriot. It'll and be Patriots. But now it's going to be Patriots probably. It was that Giants-Patriots game was, was huge yeah. for that pick. Okay. So we have Steve doing what we say. We said Dolphins, Colts, and uh, Chargers. Very interesting state from Steve there. Okay. Um, so then next up it's you. Yeah. I guess technically. I will go with the Falcons. They're minus two and a half. On the road at the Jets, they are a scrappy club. They're a scrappy club. They've got a really good defense. I don't, I don't think the quarterback's particularly good, but it seems like they're getting the ball to the skill guys a little more. And the Jets are just, I mean, if as long as that guy is playing quarterback, I don't know how they're ever going to win a game. So I think two and a half Falcons should be able to get that one. God, I need, I need one back. Uh, on Steve right now, so I'm kind of pressing here, mm. but I I do actually like the Titans at home, uh, plus one against the Colts. Uh, Colts are playing well, um, but Gardner Minshew kind of a turnover machine against good defenses. So 
Titans there. And then, oh, man. Mm -mm -mm. It's interesting, isn't it? Very interesting. <laughs> ah, no. No Thursday night. No Thursday night. We're not doing Thursday night. No, no, no. Oh, man, that's another good one. It's like Francesca and, this is, yeah. and Russo reading off. This is win, epic. Win, loss, loss. When... I, by the way, your first two picks, I don't want to copy you, but I'm, I'm going <laughs> to copy you on at least one of them. I got I don't want to copy you on two, but man, I love them. But I could go back at Steve. That it could be my way. Man, uh, all right. I'm going to – it's too easy probably, but the Buccaneers, desperate, desperate times for the Bucks. And the Panthers are And just... the Panthers are terrible, and it's only five and a half. I think that's got to be a double-digit uh, victory there. So Falcons, Titans, Bucks. I am going to – I said I'm going to copy you on one game. I'm going to copy you on Titans, Titans. just so we can double, double cross, cross to, to try to get him back. Well, he's not even here. I, I would copy you on Jets because I agree. They have a guy playing quarterback who in three years at UConn had one touchdown and 13 picks. He's just Aaron Rodgers' boy. I've never seen a, a Stalin like that in my life. Um, but that to me, the fact that they're – only 2.5 dogs there's something fishy there yeah so i actually I, I, I will stay away from that i will take the titans with the plus one um god do i go against the the steelers i just i just mm, don't know I how they it. do it i just don't know how they do it i will i'm gonna take i'm gonna take the cardinals getting five and a half on on the road my boy greg dorch from wake finally getting some some action i think he scored another touchdown um Kyler Murray hopefully gets something going there. It's going to be a low-scoring game, probably with the Steelers. And then my last one, I would take the Broncos, but as I said at the beginning of the year, I'm, I'm not going to take them anymore. I am very ecstatic about Russ. Red hottest team in the league. The hottest team in the league, tw only 27% chance still to make the playoffs. That's crazy. Yeah, Brutal. Tough division, tough, division, Although, tough conference. Everyone's in the second-best team in that division now. I know. There's oh, so many teams that are – but right, they have a tiebreaker against like the Bills and the Bengals are dead. There's a lot of yep. teams. Yeah. But anyway, I'll stay away just because I, I'll stick to my guns there. But the one so the one I am gonna take, um, where was it? It was a it was a it was a three one. Raider, was that the one? Oh man. Sorry, now Eagle I'm here. No, did something just change? Who did I take already? Wow, I'm I'm losing my mind here. He this took is, out Tennessee and Arizona. This is fantastic potting right here. <laughs> uh, man, was it that? Eh, I, I better break my rule. <laughs> Denver? I'm going to take Denver, getting the three and a half, because I love C.J. Stroud. I you know I love yep. the Texans, but I, I bet the Texans win by a field goal. Yeah, I, I really do. It I, so I, I, it's going to be a close game. Uh, I'll take the Broncos. And if I lose, then I, I deserve to lose because I broke my rule once again. There we go. Those are my three. Very, very uh, wild. Where? Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not. Oh no, here it is. Yeah, plus three and a half. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but it was like a historic week for squares favorites. Favorites won. So every Steve kind of sticking to yeah. Stevie Square Stevie with three squares. favorites. So good. Good for him. Good for him. I guess the squares and, are fucking running the universe right now. Well, the squares know? and the unders. I mean, uh, oh my. And God. I just can't. Yeah, I see. I I love I love unders. I know, but I like know. I've actually haven't even been doing as much lately, and this is the year that I could have been cleaning up finally. Um, yep. I love a good under, but these games are so every game. It's like it's just bad. Three zero at the half, right. seven sloppy, nothing at the half. Sloppy, ugly, hideous stuff. The and the quarterbacks are so bad. It's it's crazy how bad the level of play of quarterback is. Okay, Hero World Challenge. We got mm -hmm. Dan's pick already. He has Tiger finishing not dead last, but also not a top ten. Uh, Tiger is, according to DraftKings, uh, dead last, not even close here. 80 to 1 in a 20-man tournament. Lucas Glover is second at 50. Will Zalatoris, who, by the way, has been off longer than Tiger. Mm -hmm. Ti he, he was out before the Masters. Yep. He's only 40 to 1, so no respect for Tiger. Of course, I'm not betting it, but, geez, I mean, plus 260 for a top 10? Eh, nah, I guess he'd have to beat 10 yeah. guys. It's probably too much. Um, any initial thoughts from you, CP, on this? this Man, I got. Week? I know we talked. I'm retired for probably two weeks. Um, Try to make it to 24. 
Definitely. Yeah, I gotta get to, I gotta get to 2024. I was thinking that the other day too. Look, and this is what we're on a just a, both of us on a brutal run. Not even golf wise, right? I mean, well, no, golf wise no. too, but like just yeah. football. I mean, I had Buffalo money line. Oh um, God! I had Kenneth Gainwell was 30 to one to score the first touchdown. I don't know if anyone watched, but he they got down to the 15. The Eagles. Gainwell comes in, breaks free gets tackled by the legs at the one. And for a brief second, I was like, oh, it's we're fine. He's just going to get the next. They took him out. No, they ran the, oh, they ran the stupid, push. stupidest yeah. fucking oh, play. In how many touchdowns has Hurts had? 50? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Gusting, it's and he's going to win the MVP because a bunch of dudes push, push him, him into, into the end, the end zone. Yeah. yeah that so that, they happen in threes. I always say the bad beats yeah. that put you in retirement. It was Buffalo Moneyline. It was Gainwell oh. and LSU, which Steve was on the day before. They were minus 12 and a half. They got up by 12. They shouldn't have covered. I'll be honest. Texas A&M was threatening to win. But they got up by 12. Then they got a sack on fourth down. Got the ball at A&M's like 15-yard okay. line with three minutes. They got time. one first down and, and took three knees. So that was my three-play stretch that has put me into retirement for the rest of 2023. See, I had the opposite happen to me. I was so cold, and then I was like, I'm hopping on live. Ohio State getting three and a half. <sighs> And so Michigan, I thought they were going to run out the clock. Yes, that's and right. then they kicked the they field kicked. goal. So you never know what you're going to get in that scenario. The you know, li- the live betting, it oh, it uh, kills me every. It, it does. every time this it time does. of year, you think like, oh, that, at yeah. halftime, oh my god, the team's getting a touchdown, and then that's how they get. I it. had a few so, brutal ones as well. And it's Christmas, like you got to get gifts. I need, I need this money to buy people presents. <laughs> like I gotta, I'm off for December. So I'm saying to the great listeners out there to the readers of our yes, gambling column. you're not betting golf i'm not no. betting uh until the, anything until just golf. nothing i i nothing. have to stop good for you it was very bad you know what kills me too and it makes it seem even worse for some reason because this happened i think it was last year i remember i showed you guys and a lot of it was golf bet i lost about 30 bets in a row on DraftKings. for some reason DraftKings i get killed on the yeah. other ones i do okay but every DraftKings gives the best Lots. I know that's right. But then I keep having to reload, right. and it yep. feels like. But then the other ones I'm doing okay. Yep. DraftKings, I cannot win a bet on. I'm down yep. to like 17. And I hate to, I hate to keep taking shots, but it it started with Steve's college basketball plays on on Monday oh and Tuesday. God. That Just sent me into a tailspin. <laughs> All tailspin. And I was lucky because um, a couple of them involved New York teams, so I couldn't bet it. <laughs> That's the only reason that saved me. When was Iona? Iona, and then whatever the next one was. And yeah. then I just When it's early week, early after oh, yeah. basketball. And then you get to Thanksgiving, which every year is like, all right, this is a new season, Thanksgiving. Right. you got a bunch of NFL. Like, it's a whole new weekend. And then... I tried not to put on the TV. And so, <laughs> but I ended up betting, uh, I got in live on the Dallas one. And then I, actually, I did hit on the Niners. Because I picked them, mm. but then I gave it back because I, I didn't even watch. I was parlors. like, I'm not even oh. gonna watch. That and then a couple stupid parlors, so I didn't even make money. I had the one. I was like, I love the Niners, yep. and then of course I had to give it back with stupid parlors. Um, so I'm probably that, not gonna bet that, Euro either. Yeah. All that being said, I and I hate doing this because yeah. I just did this with Camilo saying someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it does feel like a logical spot for Cam, Cam Young to first like win. get that's what Hovland, it's not even a real win did yeah. Hovland do something similar yeah. he's won twice in a row Hovland. it's like yeah. a fake win but it's a big win against yeah. a, you know half these guys are going down there to, to get boozed up and and that's know, the hang thing. out and I don't think not. Cam Young's one he's of those not. guys he's got a kid no. already yeah. he's, he's still you know looking probably for a family that, vacation for looking for that marquee yep. kind of win this is would be that for him and then yep. he can kind of set you up for 24 so I I do kind of like Cam Young. And then I would, I think Jason Day, you know, kind of treats every week like a, like a business week. So yeah. 35 to one Jason Day and Cam Young. Okay. Interesting. I could, I could be swayed by both of those for sure. Uh, yeah. Justin Rose too. I don't know why uh-huh. t- just Tiger's boy getting in there. A little, yep. he, he thought he was kind of done. Now he's yeah. getting into this big time field. It's like a nice bonus chance for him. So I definitely I Came on very strong at the end of the year, obviously. Yeah, I would definitely look further down the board and not one of these favorites. Even yeah. like a Brian Harmon, 28-1. to 1, mm-hmm. You know he's going there. To, yeah. He's never been in these big-time events no. like this. Right. So he wants to actually, like, you know, clean up. So, yeah, I kind of like I kind of like going down the board. Although, again, who knows? It's been Hovland over Scheffler two years in a row. Yeah. It's, it's been other big names before that. But, 
We'll see. We'll see. Uh, all right. Anyway, good show. Fun having uh, our buddy Dan Rappaport back on. We miss you, Steve. But again, we don't feel bad for you because yeah. we'll, we'll get filled in next week on Steve's incredible it could be uh, wheels assignment. Up, wheels up right He's now. probably yeah, he's probably on a PJ right now. So uh, it's literally it's really amazing stuff. Um, anyway, thanks to everybody for listening. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thanks as always to our producer Greg Gottfried. And check back next week to see if Stevie made it back home. See ya. The original quote was between six and twenty-two days. <laughs> so yeah, they're like, yeah, you know, we'll give you a two-week window, and like it's fine for us because I, we were just staying at my parents' house. But for people who are moving to like a new city yeah. that don't have parents, yeah. let me, like I don't know what the fuck they're supposed to do. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> it's just a uh, disaster. Uh, Crazy.